2: Sitting too damn pretty. If you gang with me, I'm a gang with you in the building with my aunties/slash sisters. Come on, come on. You <laughs> play partner, Lush Uno. Got Gina Views with me today. I must be doing something right. Like, oh, shit, we live? We live. Like <laughs> right. Did I, get that. Did, ah. I, did I get a promotion or something? I'm rocking with Gina. This crazy. And of course, our esteemed illustrious guest blimes and gab hello what's up? what's up? it's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper i know that's
0: right <laughs> welcome ladies thank you nice to meet you on blimes nice to meet you guys too
2: got uh blimes brixton and gifted gab yeah. so, and um i've known this young lady for many 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 moons now oh going, yes when i first became aware of uh Blimes when you heard she went by oh blimey mm-hmm. and um like
1: there's some shit out there a long, well, Nah, but i mean I,
2: nothing i wouldn't be proud of Thank personally you. like you you were the first time i saw you i was uh you know i was running a battle league called grind time and there was battles like a small little battle league in santa cruz was doing the homie illusion z oh, yeah. was putting together and uh one of the I just was clicking on the links, I was like, Oh, this is trash, this is trash and um, I came across you and I was like, damn, like this this young character <laughs> has got something going on. Like Thank you. and um, then, you know, saw was fortunate enough to get you on some of your early stages as an artist. Thanks. And you was um amazing out the gate. Something about Blimes that I can't state enough is that you really have a crazy effect on women when you're
1: performing. <laughs> right? like, I was not expecting that. I wasn't, that was neither. not the first thing I expected out of your mouth, but I appreciate it. Nah, like if
2: I always say like, you know, um, when whatever woman I'm with is smart enough to break up with me, if I'm single, I want that to be my wingman right there. <laughs> she be like, they love her. And it was crazy. Cause um, the thing that I noticed first was you were performing, you were doing an acapella, and, like, you had a very punchline-heavy style out the gate. Both of y'all have a lot of punchlines. Like, technically sound MCs, you Mm. know what I mean? But you were, um, you had all these bars, and it was, like, saying really, like... Aggressive sexual things about women. <laughs> and it was like, if that was me, I'd get the shit slapped out of me. Right. If not, there would be like crickets in the room. Right. But she'd be like, I get more pearl than your grandma's necklace. That, yo, you, know, you I remember, remember
1: that bar. Yeah, Holy yeah.
2: shit. I didn't even remember that bar. That's crazy. And then like a bunch of wow. chicks, like, whoa! I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, like shit. I want two hits or whatever she's smoking. Like, thank you, bro. <laughs> I grew up on like
1: Wheezy and Mac Dre. It was like punchlines, witty. Funny, silly, out of pocket shit, just saying the most outrageous stuff, like entertained the shit out of me. So, hearing those things, of course, that's what I'm going to emulate when I'm writing bars. It's like what I grew up listening to and what I loved and looked up to, you know?
0: How did you two become a group? Can we go like all the way back to the beginning? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, I saw Gab spitting on a video with Gavlin. Shout out to Gavlin. I know Shout she's been Gab. shouted out this week, last week. Shouts out, Gab. Y'all gotta get Gab on. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's Amanda. Yeah, I saw Gab. And... Whenever you're
2: ready, baby girl, come on.
1: Yeah, what up, Gab? Um, Gab and Gavlin linked up, and the video fell across my like 2016 Facebook timeline, and I was like, oh shit, her style is tight, her voice <laughs> is tight, her bars are hitting. Like, I just, I think I was really. It was an era where, like, what you heard on the radio from women was really high-pitched and, like, Mm. really, really extra-feminine and extra-sexual. And what I loved about when I heard Gab rap was that she was gritty. And that lower-toned voice was so fucking sexy. And, you know, pause. (laughs) That's my fucking sister. But, like, I was just very... (laughs) No pause. (laughs) you have to pause (laughs) I was just very attracted, you know, to her as an artist. I was like, she's amazing, so... Eventually, when I
2: ended up visiting, so basically, you, swiped, you swiped right on Tinder, right? right, right.
1: <laughs> I, sw- I clicked Hell like not. on Facebook, and I most likely probably hit her with a friend request. But at and and that's something that we'd never established is who friend requested who. Mm. How many right, years ago, though? I was 2016, I believe, mm. so it wasn't even that long ago, mm-hmm. but it feels like a lifetime ago. Um, and then I went out to Seattle on a on a trip as a PA for a documentary and I was there for two days and we got into some fucking trouble but I'll let Gab Gab pick up there but everywhere we went in Seattle, Gab, was known
2: she got the keys
1: she has the keys of the city she's the mayor of motherfucking seattle everywhere we went it was like gabby gabby you want a coffee you want a shirt come pick a jersey like she was like passing me clothes from these shops you know people fucking love gabby she's gifted gab she is revered in seattle um you want to
3: pick up there i'll tell the abridged version all right you ain't got to I mean, <laughs> we this we've told this story mad times and I feel like we put like sauce on it, like a little bit of sauce on it every time. But
0: throw a little razzle dazzle on it. We <laughs> yeah. need it.
3: Give we, we, it's a we, good we story. want the
0: we want the deep, deep background, the root.
1: Yeah. Of, of
0: the group. True. Okay. True. And yeah. I and I
1: think this was a this was a foundation built
0: that couldn't be broken. Don't hold back anything. Y'all on the so, coolest podcast of the world. That's a fact.
3: God dear. <laughs> um it started off. I mean, like I said, she she came to Seattle. We was I had I literally she was just running errands with me. Like it was awesome. Like we didn't plan to link up. She was like, "Yo, I'm in Seattle. Let's kick it." And I'm like, "We can kick it, but like I got shit to do today." Yeah, so I'm, I'm checking my traps. No, literally. Like I, she was really like, <laughs> "There's no reason she she needed to really be with me in running these errands." Right. But like, fuck it, we here. You We're in the housing rocking. department. Literally we sitting I, in the waiting I had to go room to at the, the SHS office. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had to. Check a couple things. Anyway, so the night progresses. We at this uh this one spot who's no that's no longer there anymore called ninety five slide and it used to be like the black and Asian club. And so we go Hill. there. I think it was a four I think it was the forty ounce bounce. Yep.
1: I think it was a forty we ran ounce. Into, bounce going uh, on. We ran into Russell outside. And yep. I was like, You Shouts know Russell? Russ. I
2: know That's crazy. Yeah,
3: right. yeah, yeah. Anyway, long story short, you know how you know when niggas and Asian Asians get together. It's just always a thing. So well, And that's
2: a big thing in Seattle, too. And uh, I think a lot of people don't realize, like, want, not to cut you off, because no, I, I want to hear the story, but something I love about Seattle culture is it's such an interesting... <laughs> juxtaposition of cultures that right. you'll see nowhere else in the world like right. bro hella because it's very
3: multicultural very
2: multicultural and certain cultures that like only because obviously you gotta there's a lot of natives up there you mm-hmm. feel me and then like natives
3: th- a huge african um a lot of africans like somalian Eritreans, and
2: a lot, lot of africans and then a lot of um then a lot of Pacific Islanders, Hell so of you Pacific got Islanders. like yeah. a bunch of Samoans, Tongans, <laughs> yeah, you know all that Filipinos. So and that mm-hmm. shit made
1: me feel at home because that's what it's. That's like the Bay, right? Yeah, very similar. Yeah, very
3: similar. Sister vibes.
2: cities, for real. So you had the Black and Asian Club, right? The Blazing Club, right? Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> so <laughs>
3: as as always, you know what I'm saying. uh... Personally, I'm I'm fa- I'm not a fan of clubs. I'm a fan of let out. So I like to go to the let out when they Parking just, Lot Pimping. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You see some good fights, you know what I'm saying? You get to see the hum- like I'm not really into all the other shit. Parking
0: Lot Pimping is the best part of the function though. Period. It right. is the
3: function. I better. go
0: I I go the last hour of a function just to make it for Parking Lot Pimping. Right.
3: <laughs> and I'm outside the whole hour I'm there. You feel me? Like I'm not even and inside at all.
2: And you can actually hear people talking.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Right, you can have a
3: conversation I can with hear somebody. the music outside. I can smoke like there's right. really no you got drink right. you're good so anyway per use, club less out i'm talking like in in 95 slide fashion There was the big ass brawl, but like it was like special because like blinds is there so it's like this is how yeah. it be but it's like extra now you right. know what i'm saying so it was like like no bullshit there was like 30 people fighting in this like four-way intersection you know what I'm saying? Like the rain started coming down. Like it was real beautiful like it was actually hella beautiful. You hear Macklemore <laughs> yell, Stop fighting. Right? And I'm not Someone's even like guessing. The that fuck was, up, Macklemore, Like it was <laughs> That was real. Fighting in the
0: rain is wow.
3: People were slipping. The punches have
0: like, to hurt ten times more, right? But it's
3: Seattle rain, so it's like a nice drizzle. Like it's not like coming down like you're all doing. Right. Like it's a mist. It you was know enough for people so, to
1: slip around on those uh, crosswalks, though. No, know? it was brutal.
3: <laughs> anyway, so we, you know, what I'm saying we're we're all caught up in the um, the, the, the hype of the fight. Fu- yeah. yeah, it was exciting. So we go to get up out of there to go uh, to like another function. Hop in my cousin's car. We go to uh, we go to get out of there, and like this couple hops into the middle of the street, kicks my cousin's car. You know what I'm saying? Right. Before, like, we're turning the corner, and they
1: felt cut off, <laughs> even though we had the right-of-way. And Literally. this bitch is on her boyfriend's uh,
3: piggyback. This this drunk white bitch <laughs> is on her boyfriend's piggyback, and she kicks the car. Scams. Kicks the car. But before I could even, like, register what happened, I'm thinking, like, everybody had the same thought. Like, did this bitch just kick the car? And then I, like, turned to, like, basically say the same thing to Blinds. Like, did this bitch just kick the car? She already out the car, like, taking off down the street. So, like... I hop out the car and take off after her. And so you can tell this fight
1: now because this is the your mini, fight the, the mini bo- mini bottles are falling out of my pockets. I'm like, there's fine ass broads in the car. Like Gabby's friends are hot. I'm just meeting Gab for the first time. I'm showing the fuck out. Like I am really <laughs> thinking I'm somebody. I Yeah, so I chase her down. And out of all things, I fucking just slap her. She's on her boyfriend's piggyback and I just fucking slap, slap Amazing. her.
3: Amazing. This is incredible. I slap
1: her. If you're out there... I probably owe you an amends <laughs> for
3: real, but uh, fuck no, fuck her. She <laughs> asked for it though, right? right. She really sounds did. Was like some... you owe her
2: some royalties, damn near.
3: Like <laughs> she, she was on I'm some... honestly surprised if she would have. We've told this story hella times in hella interviews. So right, like, if she would have seen it, she would have said something. So right. like, she's humiliated. <laughs> right. sad, anyway.
0: nobody,
1: none of her friends sent <laughs> no it to her. Out. You nobody probably slapped out. her
0: so hard that she didn't even realize what you look
3: like or doesn't remember. Well, Just, that wasn't even the worst part. Oh, there's, there's more. more. Okay, yeah, there's more. She thought Gab slapped her. No, I got, So go ahead. Keep going. I got <laughs> you. I got you. <laughs>
1: So she's like on some entitlement shit, and I'm like, first of all, you're in Capitol Hill. It's all queer people or people of color. That's it. And you're mm-hmm. a straight woman getting out of the club on your boyfriend's shoulders, like, and you're kicking somebody's car, like, that shit sets me off. I don't fight just off some pride shit, but like, like just off some like. I mean, kicking somebody's car is crazy, like, right? Why are
3: you you? Don't, there was a car full of niggas. So, wow. anyways,
2: I've never seen you turn up in <laughs> yeah, my no life. Like, yeah. like,
1: like I was,
3: I was heated. I was heated. Were and you guys under the influence?
1: Oh yeah. I was okay. heavy with the drink. <laughs> Gabby smokes was, enough for smiled. both of us. I drank enough for both of us, you know. Um, those were the old days. I don't I don't drink anymore, but man, it was wild. Anyways, so yeah, like I I even had the mini bottles in my pockets. I'm like running down the street to find her. I slap her. She's on her boyfriend's piggyback. She jumps down. And I'm pretty faded, and I look up and I'm like, fuck, she's hella taller than I thought. And she was tall as shit. And we start fighting, right? What's the
2: boyfriend doing?
1: I don't remember. Okay. Couldn't tell you. But why was her big ass on his back? Right. So we, well, he was big too. So we start fighting.
3: (laughs) They were just big. We start fighting.
1: (laughs) And eventually she gets me by my, I had a bun at the time, that real gay bun with the sides shaved off. The man bun. Yes, exactly. Okay. The lesbian bun. Yeah. And-
2: <laughs> I prefer to call it the E-Honda. Okay. We all got different oh, names for really really it. It was
1: the so, <laughs> so y'all getting cracking, y'all squabbling. Right, right. She finally gets me by this and she's mm-hmm. kneeing me in the face and I'm like, fuck, I got, God. thank God my new friend isn't here to see this. And then I look up and I see Gab and she has this look on her face like,
3: Tap me in, tap me in. So at that point, we weren't gonna jump the girl. Like there was no reason to jump. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was really just follow blinds out the car because I'm like, she really chases bitch down the street, and like I feel responsible. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? I to appreciate see that. What's up. So they're fighting, but like it was the bun to the knee. That's like oh, okay. So that's that's what we're doing. The, yeah, the dome. Yeah, she, she got me, in. me in the head. So so blinds literally tags me, and I'm working this bitch. Like she to the tagged p- you, like yes. So I go in here. Now, at one point, at one point, I slammed this girl onto the car and I'm like socking her up on the car. I look in the car and there's like people in the car, like they were like trying to drive away, but I'm like using their car as a weapon. I'm like slinging her. I think I like broke off the The uh, mirror, yeah, the mirror off the shit. Yeah,
0: how do you explain that to your insurance? Right, (laughs) a fight occurred
1: on this was somebody's body. Acts um, of
3: God. I don't know. You need a that foot. hyphy
2: insurance. <laughs> <All right>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I'm like, you know, I'm stocking her up and shit. And um, okay. I guess finally, like the boyfriend decides he wants to do something because I guess he sees his bitch getting beat up so bad. But a crowd had formed around us at this point
1: because the club <laughs> just got out. <laughs> right. And this dude goes to throw a punch at Gabby and somebody literally from the crowd goes, not nah, Gabby, bink, and knocks dude, knocks boyfriend. Like, I don't know if he got knocked out. We kept fighting the girl, so I don't know what
3: happened to him. I mean, there was a point that I, like, did some move that I don't even know what I did. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? You an a brother. Right. No, nah, it was, like, some, like, <laughs> right. I don't even know. Like, I dropped her, and I was like, we should go. Yeah. So, like, we, t- <laughs> we took off running, and, like, we just... I, you know what I'm saying, called my cousin and we, uh, you know what I'm saying, we like slap five and then we went to go eat some tacos. And yeah. that was like-
0: So your first like, meetup. That you was guys the first time e-
3: we ever met in our lives. You ever. guys
0: run errands, you go to a function, you park a lot pimp, you get into mm-hmm. a brawl. Yep. You go eat tacos. Mm-hmm. At what point did you guys decide we're going to be a, a group? <laughs>
3: We did not.
2: Yeah, we didn't for years. For God already years. decided. It's right. preordained. Right. This I mean, right. at that
3: point, I'm just like, when you squab with someone the first time you ever meet them, like, this is family. Like, we might as well, like, slit our hands, you right. know? Same so big brothers. brothers. Yeah. yeah. So, like.
0: I would have left you alone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you got too much She's going like, no, on for me, sis. <laughs> <be> tripping. <laughs> That's hilarious. Nah, so we, like. There we was just, a trust form <laughs> right just, in that was moment. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just. We just kept it cool. We really didn't even talk about, like, music or none of that shit. Like, we just kept, you Checked know. Checked in on each other. Yeah, but then as the time went, um, she came to Seattle. again. I mean, I guess you could tell this part of the story.
1: Yeah, I just came back to Seattle working on another documentary, and I was in town for one night, and I had a two-hour studio session, and... I was like, shit, I got a studio for two hours. Gabby, you want to roll through? She was on tour, stopping at home for one night. She had a flight out at like two in the morning. and she Randomly was, was there. Yeah, she was like, randomly. She was like, I can come, but at midnight, I got to go because I got a flight. <laughs> I was like, shit, all My right. My car's
2: going to turn into a pumpkin. Right, like, right. Yeah, like. And we
1: freestyled this song called Come Correct. She played me some beats and she played me this beat by Mike Mo uh, out of Portland. And that beat was just like such classic boom bap with the smoothest piano on it and I was like yeah that's that's the one we essentially freestyled like six bars six bars four 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 four, the whole thing no hook we were just like let's just get it done like let's just do something slept on that shit for hella long we knew it was tight but we just didn't do anything with it we didn't we didn't put wheels on it we didn't grow legs on it like we just had it in the email sent it to a few friends who were like that shit's hard but we didn't do shit and in the same way that that session came together organically. The next time I stopped in town, I was like, you want to just shoot a video for that? And she was like, yeah, I got a few hours. And the videographer, I was like, you got to video? only have
3: a few hours for anything. Right. Like, that's all you get out of me.
1: Videographer <laughs> was like, yeah, I got y'all. This song is so, it's tight. I got y'all for the low, like, let's just get it done. Shot it in a couple hours in the parking lot at Red Apple. Uh, right,
3: RIP Promenade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Real real Seattle niggas know.
1: Yeah. Um, two places that are no longer existent that right. we have kept alive through uh, Seattle, though. through folklore <laughs> of blims and gab. So shot the video also held on that. And randomly we are finally like, all right, let's just drop it. We don't have anything else going on. There's nothing to promote. We don't have an, neither of us have albums coming out. Let's just drop the video. We dropped it on Friday night at like 8 PM, which at the time was like marketing suicide, but we just didn't know any better. And by Sunday, Checking back, it had 8 million views One. on Facebook. On Facebook. <laughs> yeah, somebody had dragged it off YouTube and posted it on Facebook with the caption, These girls are keeping hip hop yep. alive. Yep, I remember that. That is fire. De La Soul followed us, Digger followed us, Bahamedia followed us. Um, the list goes on. I can't remember. Maybe you, maybe you all can. Of all-, all of them, <laughs> all of them, all of them. <laughs> yeah, and and I was like, thank God, people still appreciate bars.
0: <laughs> where are you guys at at this point in your life, where you wake up and you see all these celebrities, legendary people, following you, and you guys are going viral? Like, where are you working at? What what part of your life are you at, at the, in that moment?
3: So let me preface it by saying that Blimes and I, like us being this duo, which really came from the internet. Like when we dropped the video, everybody was like, "So y'all a group now, right?" Right, right. Mm-hmm. and we we're just like for sure like yeah. <laughs> we're in two like, different it made, cities it made, right. yeah, it made States. the most say, you know what States. i'm saying like we would have been stupid not to you know strike while that iron was hot but like i'm this is my 11th year in the game you know what i'm saying this is by, what 12 13 yeah you know what i'm saying i have we had a whole careers before we ever met each other Sex. like this shit is like Albums. the newest thing that we've done really like in our our musical careers yeah. was so that like, your
0: first viral i'm sorry was that your first
3: viral moment yeah absolutely for sure mm-hmm. For sure, to um, that
0: degree, because y'all were
2: already both individually like yeah. going up, like you know, like yeah. I know you for sure had like a few videos that were deep in the hundred thousands, and yeah. shit, like yeah. and pretty sure you did as well, yeah, so. facts, Absolutely. but like
3: that type of viral, like I'm talking that morning, I had to. <laughs> like uh delete twitter off of my phone and re like download Ooh. it because i couldn't it like it just shut down you know what i'm saying like your yeah. phone was hot
1: <laughs> literally it was og viral it yeah. was like viral before viral was before you could pay that, that go accomplish- viral, yeah.
2: accomplishable right even to the point where I, when i know somebody that i fuck with is popping off random people will hit me up that have nothing to do with like right the industry and they'll be like, yo, have you seen the, I was like, "What? Well, that's, that's my young oh, girl right that's there. Like, up, like that, that was that's a moment. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a moment right there. I was like, Ooh. damn, like everyone is mm-hmm. like, so I was like, I was super proud. And I was <laughs> Thank like, you. shorty that she fucking would go crazy too. Right. So, Thanks. Yeah. That
1: was a great question though. Like to put it in perspective, mm-hmm. like at the time I was my dad is a musician. He's been mm. grinding it out on the road for 30 years now. Him and his band are celebrating 30 years together. Wow. I was I was uh driving their tour bus to make some money um that summer and also like doing childcare and working at a late night lasagna shop in Chinatown wow. of LA. Just like hu- infinite hustles just trying to support, <laughs> right. trying to financially inject into the music. Cause this shit is fucking expensive, bro. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know having this dream as a little kid that it was going to be like this, you know, it's crazy. Shit, why didn't I choose something easier?
2: <laughs> well, how, how important do you, important do you feel like having those hustles is to an independent artist? Because a lot of artists on the come up, once they get a little bit of buzz, they get a sense of entitlement, and they think that, right. hey, I deserve <laughs> to be guapping, like, people know who I am, and they mm-hmm. won't work other jobs or even push, like, in other directions to get capital. Yeah. How important do you feel like I that mean, is?
3: I mean, to finish answering your question, Gina, like the same the same shit that i was doing like a couple years ago is the same shit i'm doing that like you have to have mm-hmm. 10,000 hustles you feel mm-hmm. me and even then if you have 10,000 you still need one more right. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like you got to have hella hustles so like even at the time um before like you know before the video went viral like i'm working at this this chicken spot that's <laughs> attached to one of the main venues in Seattle that I perform at. So there would be nights where, like, I would either get off work and, like, go perform so stage, or, like, r- like Smelling stew- like chicken? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, like, whatever.
0: Because <laughs> you only see that type of shit in, like, movies and right, stuff like that. But, like, like, real like, talk, the like, cashier or the bartender is an artist or a performer or something like that. I think that yeah. that's incredible.
3: Yeah, so, like, but, like, so that was just good. hella wrecked. But also at the same time, like, <laughs> I've only worked job. Like, I've had hella jobs in my life, but, like, coinciding with, like, me being in the, the music industry. Like, I've only had jobs that, like, you just have to, like, know me or understand where I'm coming from. Like, even the chicken job, like, I told them, like, I don't care about this job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know you fuck with me and I fuck with you just out of a respect level, but you have to know that I don't care. Right. So, like, while I'm... <laughs> while I'm like doing what I got to do I'm also like on business calls or I'm also like yeah my my break might be actually an hour today because right. I got shit I got to do so like it just is what it is my nigga so like it was crazy how it happened like um I want to say the night or like a day or something before we dropped the video or something like that they brought me into the office and like they basically just had enough of it like I knew it was bound to happen they're like look we would rather hire somebody that, like, really cares about this job, and we know you don't care, and we believe in you. We want you, you know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do.
2: You're just jugging a little too hard for us. <laughs> Literally,
3: they're like, you're, you're, giving, a, you're giving a fuck, like, a little too hard. Like, yes. we get it, but, like, all right. They had enough of you
0: stealing company time? Pretty much. <laughs>
3: so they're like, you know, let's just- They got me up here taking <laughs> no boxes. <laughs> <laughs> let's just keep it cool. You do what you got to do. And then, like, I'm telling you, they, you know, essentially fired me, then, like, the next day the the video dropped, so like, right. it wouldn't matter if they fired me, they would have fired me or not. Look was a know. co-worker
0: setting you up like, you going
3: viral, go bitch? Pretty much. I'm like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was going to get up out of here anyway. Yeah. Like, y'all wouldn't go see me forever. It was a matter but, of time. Um, but but to to answer your question, like, to, to really be a real artist is to know that you're not going to make money off of your art. Like, as sad as that is to say, like, to me, you know what I'm saying, and, you know what I'm saying, the blinds of anybody else, like, that's obvious, like, of course. But, like, you have to have hella multiple streams of income. You have to have, right. like, you can't just, yeah, you're talented, but, like, do you have personality? You know right. what I'm saying? Can you talk to people? Can you, you know, do you have vision? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have all these things? There's so many things that that play a part in it. And <laughs> I think that the misconception is people think, like, oh, I could get, you know, viral or I could just, you know, be good at this one thing and it's like bro that's not enough at all right that's not enough because there's plenty of people that are not good but they have the other things that are around it you just have to have the whole complete thing you know that's why
1: you see so many artists crossing over into the acting world or so many of the ogs now they just act you know look at method man our big fucking bro like he's like yeah i'm not going on tour (laughs) i got a movie to
3: shoot you know like look once you find that other bag like i I did some voiceover work and I said if I could really just really do voiceover, I'll never rap again. Right. Fuck this rap shit right. on everything. I will only do voiceover. You will hear me on commercials and you know say animation and stuff like that. But you like got the voice for it. But- I know. That's my <laughs> that's my gift. But you know what I'm saying to like, yeah, once you find other things that like cause music is really like the catalyst of it all you know like that's what brought me into the stuff that that helped me learn the business and and make the connections and all the stuff but like I don't want to be rapping forever I don't even have those like my goals are different you know like at one point like I wanted I guess but also I don't even know I don't want to be fa- I don't I be want to be this famous you to rap rapper rap I don't want none <laughs> of that shit I'm I'm always going to rap forever because I'm good at it but also like you know I know what what it can do but at the same time like I said like it was just supposed to open doors for me to do more stuff because, like, I have like you know, I just have way more more tricks than that. What you said
2: is a such a vital piece of information, but a really hard pill to swallow that a lot of artists don't want to acknowledge because mm-hmm. that that's you're shattering dreams with that statement. essentially. because good, Cause, good. <laughs> nah, for real. Good, and, and hopefully it serves people well in the long run because the reality is. Yes, like, you want to, like, your dream is to be a rapper. But there's, rapping is, what, maybe 15% of being a rapper? At the end of the day? Mm -hmm. Like, and and a lot of it is even putting yourself in a financially stable position outside of the game so you can be thriving inside the game. So that's... That too,
3: and also I think people also don't take in consideration the relationships that you build. Like, I can, I owe that to how loved I am like in my city. Like for one, if you don't have love in your city, like it's really kind of hard to get it anywhere else. Like if your own people don't fuck with you, why would anybody else? So like, if you can always go home and be good, that's what's up. But also not even me just being there, like all the security guards know me, the talent buyers know me, everybody like, these is my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you disrespect the security guard when like, He's what separates you from even getting in this motherfucker. Like, there's been so many situations that I've just been in because the people, the venue is cool with me. So, like, I could go where the fuck I wanna go, which means I could do what I gotta do, conduct business how I how I can, as opposed to somebody else that like, you cause problems. So I'm not going to like, <laughs> let you in here. Like, why would I, you know, extend anything to you? Where it's like, people don't understand doing all that wiling out and getting 86 from places. Like that's burnt as fuck. Like, and why would you, why that when, hurt your bag?
2: When when they see uh, a dude trying to dope fiend you from the side, they're going to be like, <laughs> not Gabby. And- <laughs> How right. the kids? Right. <laughs> Literally,
3: like treat, you know what I'm Mayor saying? You gotta treat Seattle. everybody, everybody the same. Don't disrespect the, you know, the tell the security guard to suck your dick just so you could like damn near wanna suck the rapper's dick. Like, bro, mm. treat all like
0: yeah. treat you don't everybody know How the successful same. somebody's wanna be. Literally, because them, them security guard niggas that end up part. owning
3: the venue, you know what I'm saying? They're like <sighs> that secretary is now. You know what I'm saying the CEO or whatever I like know. and people remember shit like that cuz I know I remember shit like that Right. you know what I'm saying that,
1: so that girl from Baka, Baka is the co-founder of BAG Enterprises <laughs> 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 but right. that's the chicken shop
2: right now I figured <laughs> and uh it, it's like you said you got to have that juice in your city and blinds like don't you have like a motherfucking street named after you in san francisco no there's, there's no there's some no who's like, telling you these lies? No, 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 no. show no. me you're O'Farrell. supposed to say yeah no, no, no. oh wow <laughs> not well, a, now we talking pimping <laughs> not a street named after you but no. you had like you got honored by the city of san francisco type shit like there
1: was a um there was an uh an artist god damn it this i knew that my memory was gonna plague me at some point here it is i <laughs> plague you yeah Mm-hmm. There was an artist, and um, I would love to remember his name. He goes to different cities and he puts up street signs uh of oh. his favorite quotes from artists and he put up on Fillmore he put up one of the quotes from my song and I, it, I think it. it was bumping nicotina at the bus stop right and when I was a kid, probably starting in the fifth grade, going up to Ninth grade when I was like, okay, this is weird behavior. Why am I doing this? I would <laughs> I would go outside of Andre Nicotina's apartments in the Fillmore and wait just to see him. Like I was such a fan Amazing. Of, of rap, of hip hop, of Andre Nicotina, of Fillmore, of of the music that like I grew up a few blocks away from, you know. Um, and so I was super honored that I got to pay that homage to Nicotina, to Fillmore, to the city. Um, and just honored that people are listening, that artists are listening, that we water each other's flowers, you know, that we water mm. each other's gardens and keep each other inspired. Like, whoo, that's the shit that keeps me going. Cause, like you said, this is a hard ass <laughs> business, and you got <laughs> yes, not good. <laughs> Don't make me show you the goosebumps. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh man. Uh, anyways, uh, there is definitely like such it's so fucking hard to do this if you don't have the money for it. Gabby and I both come from a place where we didn't have the upfront capital and we had talent and a strike of luck that got us viral, right? Um, but when it gets too hard and I'm like, why am I doing this when I I just, you know, it's, it's 2022 and 2019 was our biggest fucking year ever. We were playing all the festivals. We had a record deal with Sony Orchard. Like, it was a huge year. We were on track to do something. Distribution deal. Distribution deal. We were on track to do something fucking huge the next year. And the pandemic sat our ass down. And today I'm fucking, I just dropped off a 10-month-old. I'm fucking babysitting. You know? Like, I'm not even going to cap, like... So when I want to give up and I'm like, why am I doing 16-hour production days and then going to the studio to try and finish my album, sleeping none, why am I doing this? And then I remember that we fucking water each other's gardens. When I get the DMs that say, I'm alive because of you, I almost fucking didn't didn't live to see another day, but I put on your music, that's when I'm like, okay, there is a greater purpose to this. That is, This is what we're supposed to be doing. And it's not just about me and my selfish desire to
0: become famous mm. that was deep bro <laughs> so being that you guys done not put in like 10 plus years you don't have multiple hustles and i'm sure y'all have been through a lot of shit
3: mm-hmm. when you hop
0: on the internet and you see somebody going viral for sticking a tongue out and saying <laughs> period i period um
3: oh fuck <laughs>
0: They're playing it on the radio, and allegedly, you know, it's been reported man, that. I'm
3: disappointed in you, you even quoted that. Britt? <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said the one bitch. You know the one. And I'd be like, yeah. Her,
0: her name is Britt Barbie. Hey, she getting and, it. Uh, Britt Barbie getting You know, supposedly, man. you know, she got signed to, I believe, Capitol Records. Of course she did. Um, Atlantic. Oh, Atlantic, Atlantic. Oh, I'm sorry. Course, My bad, so Capital.
3: Oh, Atlantic, Atlantic. Oh, My Atlantic. bad,
0: Capitol. No, I'm that. Out that here. I hate <laughs>
3: this that makes
0: so much sense right. for Atlantic to be the, yeah. But you know, when you guys see something like that and it's like, what the hell are we coming to if this was with music, this is what we're consuming now. What do you guys think when
3: y'all see something like that? TikTok, TikTok killed the streets. Streets is dead. Let, let me be the one. I don't know if everybody else is saying it, thinking that streets is dead. TikTok killed the streets. Like, it's really, like, it's really like if you don't get down, Get the fuck out, type shit. Like if you're not finna do all the TikTok shit, like you obsolete. You know what I'm saying? And to see people like that, like you know, that's been that's been going on since forever. Like people, you know, put put they stock and they support and shit and and goofy shit all the time. But it's like I don't know. Like that shit's short lived. Like. If anybody thinks that niggas is finna be like bumping Brit Barbie even like two weeks from now, right you on dope. Like it's 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 gonna be very short lived. I guess let the girl get her money, whatever the case may be is, but it's just the more so just seeing how people like there's so much that's why it goes to show like it's really not even about talent. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you, mm. you hear the you hear the argument like You know, you got all these people doing all this dope shit. Nobody want to, like, stitch the dope shit or woop de woop but it's like, well, yeah. But, like, these are the people y'all make famous. Like, you can't turn around and be mad that Bad Barbie and all these people exist. Like, these people literally exist because we allow them to. If we just didn't give a fuck about them and, like, really just, like, stood our ground and was like, we just not finna support that, it would really change a lot of shit. But, you know, people like to be entertained by the bullshit. So but. it's frustrating.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's disheartening, a, for sure.
1: <laughs> it's also hella annoying. Like, I'll keep this one brief, but it's just hella annoying that people would rather make fun of something. And that's why they're investing their time mm. and energy mm. into it than support
2: mm. something dope.
1: Mm. That's that's hella frustrating. You think it's
2: like some exploitational shit damn here? Like, when you mm-hmm. see... Yeah. Y'all became a group... Slightly, like shortly after that, how soon was, was there like was there already interest from the distro labels and the you know management and <coughs> things like that? Did that just come all at the same time? Was it like a floodgate, essentially?
1: Yeah, it was like a floodgate. Yeah. I remember <laughs> asking my friend, who is a manager. she was um, co-managing Anderson Pack with, um, with Adrian Miller, and I remember asking her, "What do I do?" I cannot tend to all of these messages and emails and requests <laughs> it's too much. It's too <laughs> merch. <laughs> and she was like, "Let me let me run this past Adrian." And um, yeah, he was like, "I fuck with them if they you know if they want to do this thing like tell them to come on down to Zion." And so then we were managed from there as a group um, by. Adrian, who was managing Anderson pack and Mariba at the time, which was, um, yeah, great company to be in, um, learned a lot of lessons (laughs) in that first year, you know, and eventually, you know, learned who to trust and where to go with time, but it was too much to handle on our own and on our, on our own. And, uh, (laughs) so we, you know, I had to reach out for some help and then people were like, oh shit. Yeah. Like we got y'all.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. We always hear stories about like groups early on, they getting played out of money and stuff like that. Did y'all have a situation where like maybe somebody might have been finessing y'all a little bit or something and you didn't get paid what you should have been, or there was some hands in the pocket. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we got finessed.
1: I just think that like not in that regard. We were we had we had a trajectory that with the right strategy and moves could have high highly exceeded what we did in the first year, mm. and so I don't think we were finessed. In fact, we were we were helped a lot. Mm-hmm. People really did want to help us.
2: But y'all had vinyl in uh, Urban Outfitters and all kinds of shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like
1: that was that was awesome. But it was mm-hmm. there was you know there was a sense of feeling like we got big fish or little fish and big ponded with the with the people that we were around where it was like you know people wanted us to show improve and, and it was like we can't show improve yet we don't know enough we don't we don't have the tools yet you know like put us in
2: line when you say show improve you don't mean creatively you mean like as far as doing numbers strategy like, yeah, yeah 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 absolutely yeah oh yeah. we were in this
1: studio every day we made it I mean we made an album in the first couple months mm-hmm. after that but you but we didn't drop it until 2020 because like i said like we didn't have the right guidance. That's it. That's all. Like, I don't want to get too far into, like, who, what, where, when, why. Right. I'm not that bitch. Like, I can right. take responsibility. <laughs> I can take responsibility for, you know, my own parts of shit. And, like, I love I love that because then there's freedom in it. You know, like, I know what I did wrong, and there's freedom in that. But if I'm sitting here pointing <laughs> the finger at you all day, there's no freedom in that. There's just anger.
0: Accountability. So,
3: yeah. I just feel like for, for this, in the sense that, like, that was our first, like, major, like, most of our shit was, like, major situations. We didn't get fucked off in a way that, like, I don't have no hard feelings toward anybody, and I feel like all of it was a learning experience. Like, it was, I feel like the best situation in the situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? right, like, right. Like, right. we did deal with some bullshit, but it wasn't nothing like that. So, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not bitter to any of the situations because it really could have been worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? We really could have gotten taken advantage of. But I, I do owe it to the fact that we did come in with, some know-how. You know what I'm saying? Like we went all the way green True. in in these scenarios. So like we were able to really um, you know, we used what we knew to really get ourselves out of a lot of situations right. that could have became a thing or whatever. So Totally. We did see red flags in okay. in certain situations. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we were thrown to the
1: sharks. We were just thrown into the wrong pond, you know? Mm. And so we Man. had to we had to <laughs> We had to move elsewhere. I don't even
3: speak specifics, but it is, like, I think of it now of situations where it's just, like, if I just really didn't know shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all really could have got me. But I'm sitting here, like, looking at y'all. Like, I'm only letting this play out because I'm just, like, want to see how long you really think you're finna play me. Like, bro, I'm, like, this is what you be doing to people? Like, you, I I gotta look, I gotta tell people about you. Right. (laughs) And if you're
1: listening to this, like, I was in a lot of fear. And, like, what I wish that I had known at the time is, like... Don't play about your career, about your work, about your money, about your visibility. Like I was scared for a long time to leave, you know, um certain situations and even that crosses over even into relationships and shit. It's like why am I playing with my own well-being? Um I shouldn't be afraid. Uh, to speak up for yourself. To speak yourself? up for ourselves, to leave, you know, to leave a bad situation, to leave something that's not working. I won't say bad, but just leave something that's not working and then because once we, once we changed paths, you know, and we started, we, we, we got a different team around us and different people around us, things, doors, bigger doors started opening, you know, and that's when Orchard reached out, and it was a definite sign from the universe, like, okay, you're making the right moves, you're choosing the right decisions for yourself, here's another opportunity is what it felt like, you know, yeah. that, that carrot of like, all right, here's, you made it to the next level, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that, that came in 2019. we got that That pandemic just fucked it all up bro just
3: kicked us (laughs) in the shins bro it really fucked it up in what ways did you guys struggle during the pandemic man we dropped the album like at the top of the pandemic so we couldn't do nothing we the international tour done (laughs) you know what i'm saying like sway the whole promo run all that shit done yeah so it it affected it in every single way. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a great album. We had great features on it. Like it did numbers. It did well, but we couldn't do anything like you know what I'm saying? We had to do yeah. those goofy ass performances like in your apartment, which I fucking hated. Like Well, and being artists <laughs> I Hate the
0: virtual performances. Yeah. It's on, not, that was oh, an Instagram, Instagram yeah. live. <laughs> Hey, virtual interviews, virtual battle rap. Hey, right?
3: like, please, hate all of it. Right. <laughs> please stop. Right, especially I hate
2: it. if it's people like y'all that are MCs first and foremost, and like thrive off of the live experience. Like you are, just like, rap
3: into your room, and then you finish the song. You just like, ha ha. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> That is weird as fuck. Like, right. there's no no one else there. There's no audience. Like, this is weird. Like, if this is what the future is. I'm good. Like, <laughs> it's kind of hard to catch the, the organic vibe. There's no vibe. vibe. There, yeah. is, there isn't a vibe. Like, for there to be a vibe, there has to be things in place. But, like, mm-hmm. you just dance a t- you know what I'm saying, which is why I'm not just not a TikToker. Like, just right. the entertaining to a kid. Like, even when I get on live, I feel weird. Like, I'll catch myself having a conversation. I'll really sit there and be like, I'm really talking to myself <laughs> in a phone. And right. I'll feel weird about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just right. I thrive off of human interaction you know
2: getting validated by legends in the game like doing joints with people like method man and things like that like that must have been like a childhood dream come true right method
3: man's great we worked on fucking drop the mic was it drop the mic drop the mic together like meth is our buddy (laughs) <laughs> That's our he's guy He's an awesome he's, dude he, Like he's so regular You know what I'm saying So it, yeah. it, it helped like He's so regular
2: know. But he's not Because this is like a, He's a he's, mega superstar he's super, Yeah He's superhuman
3: But he acts yeah. so regular he, Yeah yeah He's yeah. so humble So humble and just You know like Meth is in my top five Right You know what I'm saying So there. to meet someone In your top five And they just like A regular nigga Like if I text this nigga Right now He won't even text me back He'll send me a, a, a video Like yeah. uncle Colin. style Nah, (laughs) (laughs) he was sending a video message back like, "What's up, Gap?" Like, won't even text. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Like, just a real, a real uh, like uncle.
1: Yeah, he's a (laughs) he's a human, and he's not facts. He's not the machine that a lot of people turn into. You know, in the industry, Mm -hmm. the responses to the text messages, the genuine. You know, I we did a song together that he offered to do, and just on the love and you know every once in a, once in a while i'll hit him to try and give him some royalties and he's
3: like no nah, just put that back to the music you know and it's just like Bro, he shouted us out on the verses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I put that on my, like, I just tell people that, right? Like, that's just something that. (laughs) It's on your resume. (laughs) It's on your resume, for sure. But, like, he didn't shout out other people. He didn't shout out a list of people. He just stopped what he was doing and he shouted us out. Yeah, Yeah, I'm telling people that Whatever I can. Like, I post it every maybe, like, six months.
0: Right. You got to add it (laughs) to your link tree. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The verses.
3: (laughs)
1: Mess
0: shout out on verses. Fabulous posted (laughs) me talking about his music and I added into my highlights right yeah hella important <laughs> so you
3: gotta just bring it up in random conversations. everybody's no, no, no. so clout
0: right. everybody's
1: so clout hungry these days they want to know what your bullet points are what your accolades are but
3: i don't even look at it as clout like right. nigga one of my favorite rappers ever mm-hmm. like shouted me like yeah you know i'm finna say that often now right. with that being
2: said <laughs> did you still try to eat him up on the track
3: well, yeah, he's a human first. Like- <laughs> he's a nigga
1: first, right. so yeah, that's yeah. I couldn't. I, I sent him my my verse first, so yeah, yeah. whatever he
0: came with, he came with. It didn't make you when you got his verse back. It didn't make you want to like, of course, redo it. Of course, did you? <laughs> no, uh, no. Nah. That's some real shit, real <laughs> MC shit. Nah. I redo um, my shit. You right.
3: <laughs> right. said <laughs> like, give me forty eight hours, <laughs> but you asked
1: about it being you know <coughs> was that a childhood dream? And it's like I've prayed for for many things in my life but before like fame and success i prayed to be respected by the people that i respect Mm. and so when meth when somebody reached out to me about meth being a fan i was like there it is that's literally what i prayed (laughs) for was like to be respected by people that i respect then i know for a fact that it's not yes men around me telling me that i'm good you know like I can live right sized in my body and feel okay about this level of confidence that I had, not be lacking in confidence like I was for so long, and not be out, you know, out of my fucking mind with ego about it either, but just be like, okay, like, you can keep going. I wanted to quit for, like, I was so depressed and in my bed and trying to quit rap music and trying to quit music. And when I got the call to go meet Meth, was right at like my lowest point. And I was about to put it all away and like literally pack it up and be like, I'm done with this shit. It's too hard. It's too much.
0: And that's when I was like, okay, got you. You both both mentioned that you wanted to quit doing music. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Has there ever been a moment or a time where you two were just like, yeah, sis, it's not working (laughs) out. We should just break up. (laughs) How many times (laughs) have y'all broken up? This week. (laughs)
3: right well first of all you're not even a really a real artist if you don't give up like all the time you feel me like you're really not doing it if you always you know what i'm saying you get to a point where you're like man fuck this shit but i be getting there a lot yeah <laughs> i be getting there a lot but uh i mean this is like my sister so sisters you know what i'm saying fight like not only are we sisters but like we have like business and yeah. like a relationship deeper than yeah. you know what i'm saying anything so at the end of the day whatever any type of tips and fallouts and shit that we have is like really don't mean shit because like we have a deeper but like again i the first time i ever met this girl in my life we like fought together yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah i mean we have had times periods of
1: distance but that came after two years of spending every fucking Day together. We lived in the same apartment complex. We shared a car. We did everything together. Naturally, we're growing. You know, we're going to need some time apart. Mm-hmm. And I think it was hella necessary. You know, I think we both were going through some shit, angsty shit. That was like, I need to individualize and feel like myself again before we can come back together as a group. Would you agree to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to speak for Gab. You know, like, and now we. I feel like we're on a stronger foot, mm. you know, for it because we know how each other feel about being individuals. You know, it's mm-hmm. not this. What's it called? It's not this like pink cloud moment of like we're gonna be a world famous group and we're never gonna look back. It's the like, honeymoon
2: is OVA at this point. That fucking <laughs> yeah. part.
1: Yeah. The honeymoon is over. Was over and. If you're doing this, the honeymoon will inevitably be over at some point and reality is going to set the fuck in. Right. Because this life is not just glamour. It is not.
0: Did y'all turmoil lead to this meditation stuff? Because I went down y'all YouTube and I saw (laughs) y'all meditating. I ain't never seen rappers (laughs) meditate before. Oh, shit. Where did the meditating come about?
3: (laughs) First of all... (laughs) blinds is the meditator my meditation is just smoking weed like in my mind meditator
2: medicator (laughs) there you go when
3: i'm sitting there smoking weed i'm meditating because i'm just thinking you know what i'm saying she does meditation more like strategically you know what i'm saying so like strategy (laughs) yeah so we just brought it together i don't know we just be having a good time
1: yep (laughs) i do like a little grounding i don't I don't smoke or drink, and so like I just enjoy activities that help me get grounded because Mm -hmm. it's raw dog in life is hard. Shit, like it's crazy. Tell me about it. You know,
2: my brother. Yeah, you already know. You know, y'all are both very forthright about your struggles, and you know you'll Mm. you'll share Mm. on social media. Maybe like sometimes. Maybe not when you're going through it, but afterwards you'll be like, "Hey, I've been going through some shit, yeah. like and this is me now, and I feel like that's a big catalyst of inspiration mm. to your fans, and you mm. have thus creates this real intimacy between you and your fans mm-hmm. does, does that over I'm looking for the right word. Does that responsibility overwhelm you all at times because it's like, do you feel like it's a responsibility or does it feel like a burden? What's the emotion attached to?" This level of intimacy and like expectation that your fans have of you as a result, dependency. Great, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: great question, really good question.
2: Yeah, it's overwhelming. Fantastic question, incredible question. Let me
3: just think Best on that question. for a second. I'm like, is that gonna answer? <laughs>
1: Fifteen more minutes while I say, great you know, question. That question It's like, um, what you had asked was um,
3: like now you're gonna make me fucking forget. Um, <laughs> is it overwhelming? Yeah, I mean it does get overwhelming, but also you have to you have to make boundaries with your supporters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Off top. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm one of those people like every every artist, every fam, I don't even really like to call it fans because like I kind of have like a cult base that's like really been with me since like a lot of them like since the beginning around like 2011. Mm-hmm. So like I know these people, you know what I'm saying, like for hella. But and And those ones they they kind of know my personality well enough, but like even even like the 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 you know the newer and the the younger supporters or whatever i like i respond to a lot of a lot of you know what I'm saying my dms and shit like that, but it's to an extent you know what I'm saying like. Mm-hmm. Sliding Gab's DMs. No, nah, don't <laughs> slide in my DMs. Might get put in the general section immediately. Yeah. If it's just like our oh, see you finna be too much. You get those but DMs
1: that are like, hello. Hello, miss. <laughs> Say what you want, right? Right. I'm like I mean, if you that start is, off, I'm not like gonna that, respond. I'm just, hello, hello. Yeah. hello, hello. Fuck you, bitch. Right, like, right. <laughs> fucking A, bro. This man, I got
3: some I got this one dude that that DMs me uh. Can you sit on my face like every two oh. weeks? Don't out me like over. that. Stop. <laughs>
2: like. Oh. Blush.
3: But the same thing over and over and unafraid. over. Unafraid. Be unafraid.
1: <laughs> Bro. There's this one. Shit dude. like that
3: I laugh at. But like, but also at the same time, I'm also like a what is it? An empath? Yep.
1: yep. <laughs> you are. Oh my God. In the yes. sense that,
3: like, you know, some people will. I know that they're like kind of overstepping the boundary, but also at the same time, like I'm one of them people that like, you can't play with me if you like playing that suicide shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I Absolutely. think every time really might be, you know what I'm saying? Because I've dealt with a lot of people and I'm never want to like, oh, he's just like tripping. Like you never know, like every time might be that time. So there'll right. be situations where some people like maybe overstep it in my DMs and do a little bit too much. And like I'll, you know, maybe cut, maybe the conversation will get a little bit shorter. It'll go from like a paragraph down a couple words, you know what I'm saying, but like, you know, you
2: I you gonna I, be alright.
3: <laughs> yeah, like you never gonna leave somebody just, on
2: red just, in that situation.
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: like I feel, you know, and then Pete, some, you know, that's how you get like stalkers and shit. Like I be thinking true crime, you know what I'm saying. I be thinking like I'm gonna leave this nigga on red, and then he's gonna like find out where I live and like try to kill me because mm-hmm. I left this nigga on red. Think like, like that, <laughs> right? For real. So I'm gonna just like put you in the general section, so it look like I never seen it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So <laughs> I just had to block somebody the other day because
1: he goes on all of my socials and he says I think you're hiding something why did you take the picture of the little boy down oh hell no he thinks that my my girl's nephew is my kid and I'm hiding it and he's been in my DM's he's been on my Instagram he's been on my there's like no, a fundamental no.
2: thing he's missing about you apparently
0: <laughs> like <laughs> he think you hiding your baby daddy right
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly.
0: Ain't <laughs> think you hiding your kid from the world, not you, hiding your world from the kid. Ain't, ain't
1: no daddy <laughs> over here, like. mind you. This man, <laughs> this man, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, he just is not understanding the concepts of stories. So yeah. he thinks I deleted a photograph that was on my story for, for 24 hours. hours of a little boy. He said, why'd you delete that picture of that little boy on your story? There's something you're not telling us. But he's mental- He's gotta be
3: from like New that's Zealand. A, or that's <laughs> a J-cat right there. Yo, bro. Like, I mean, you gotta be
1: careful, man. The internet's yeah. wild. P- the mental health, like, and and so I, I I approach it lightly. I was like, at first- a little like talked a tiny bit and then i was like you know what this is just block we got a block this yeah, is we just feed
0: the bear not, man i'm sure you deal with it you can't you
3: can't feed the I'm bear i'm sure you
0: deal with it i feel like if i talk about him right now they're gonna start <laughs> right no, for sh- for <laughs> right Shola, for sh-
3: you deal he with weird- bad shit about oh, this
0: right. i know. know he's gonna see this and then um, the, he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna find the trolls are him. absolutely crazy i was actually mm-hmm. followed home so the trolls <laughs> are like they are absolutely crazy they're very disrespectful but then they're not know you're a gangster like what the fuck like no, they think I'm, like, from the valley or something. Oh, hell no. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. what happened? Have they seen you jump Do you want let them think that? No. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think these kids today, like, know what double dutching is, like, an art of the hood. Mm. They must
2: got, like, <laughs> severely twisted. Like. Yeah. I want to hear the end of the story.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, long story short, walked up on me at my apartment. I said what I said. He said, We said we had a little back and forth, and then you know, he saw I wasn't playing. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, bro. have you seen Players Club? Oh, yeah, yes. remember when uh, what was his name, Byron yeah. Myron?
3: Mm-hmm. It, it was, was just it like owes?
0: that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he
3: tried to get in. No, 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 it didn't oh, go that far. Okay, no. Ebony was wasn't fucking was... my. nigga. <laughs> 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 I hate that man. Damn. I
0: hate Nah, that's
3: scary. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's why I said you, you
0: think. No, not yet. Okay. I am, though. Okay, good. But that's why I was saying when you say you think true crime, like, no, mm-hmm. think that. Because yeah. it's like, people are fucking crazy. Right. You don't know what... You you shouldn't underestimate a soul. Lush, you got them? Really? Oh,
2: so many. And uh, it's of both <laughs> sexes. And, it, and, and it's really weird because I, I think me in particular the demographic of fans that I attract, there's like
3: Yeah, pretty rowdy.
2: Well, not just rowdy, like <laughs> weird people. I love y'all. You <laughs> well, feel me? You're but eccentric. If, you're you know, an eccentric yeah. dude.
1: Well and, and like You probably make people feel safe and seen. That,
2: exactly. Like so <laughs> me me being eccentric, <laughs> but being like someone that you would never think would ever be able to get accepted yeah. by the type of people that accept me, mm-hmm. like like kind of like an awkward white dude, but like that the hood loves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? Because like, you're
1: authentic. You yeah. you are who you are. They'll
2: never so like. Like yeah, so I have like the hood fans, and they're like the regular ones for the most right, part. Right. You feel me? But like these strange white fans that the are like, I wish, the- was, right. I wish I could be like that. Some of them people mm. like, and some of them I love, and they're great. And like you're gonna, you gonna be cool one day. It's all good. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> like, you I feel don't feel me. Know. Like, right. but you already cool. You feel me? Right. But the yeah, <laughs> it's it's very awkward. And I also <laughs> me being very candid with my recovery mm-hmm. and just yeah. the struggles oh, that yeah. I've circumvented. I, I feel a responsibility to them, but it like works both ways. Cause the positive side of that is it keeps me accountable and that makes me want to continue. And there's moments where I feel weak and like, Shit, like things ain't yeah. going my way. Maybe I fuck it. I I should relapse. Wait, no. What are what's little Timmy gonna do? Right, you feel me? Like, right. He's little gonna, Timmy. Little, little Timmy's Timmy. gonna snort some mess if I fucking relapse. Right. <laughs> little Timmy gonna do what he want. Yeah. You're out here saving
1: lives. <laughs> Keep bro. Timmy off the tweak, man. <laughs> you feel me? sober like, another like, day.
2: That's the shit that, that 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 you know. But yes, to answer your question, and absolutely, it's so a big
3: responsibility. And it I
2: know, is. and I know y'all feel it to a degree as well, mm-hmm. you know, espe- it is. especially when you get those, I get those too, the people that are like, I can't go on. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be yeah,
0: right. It's a lot
3: of positive people though,
0: too, True, that will show yeah. love it's more, and things it's, like that. It's
3: definitely outweighs the the negative. Uh-huh. It'd, be the, it'd be the ones that like, think that they could play with you because they think they know you. Yeah. Like one of them ones that like, they see how like I play with her or like just anybody else. <laughs> oh, and they try yeah. to play with me. Like, yeah. first mm-hmm. of all, like nigga... You don't play with me like that. Like, yeah, I don't right. fucking know you. You
2: know right. what I'm saying? You're like, not that familiar.
3: Yeah, like, people really think that just because they've been listening to your music and, like, watching you and, like, watching your stuff, you know, on such a regular basis, they think they really know you. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but watch your mouth. Like, yeah. I don't fucking know you. I so, don't know you. So
0: answer this, because we mm-hmm. don't No Jumper. It's the coolest podcast in the world. In the mm-hmm. world. We wouldn't, it wouldn't be No Jumper if I didn't ask y'all nothing messy. All right. Y'all ever <laughs> fuck <know>. the fan? <sighs>
2: Yeah. She has. <laughs> let me
0: just tell you.
2: I already know. Fuck. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. Did it last? But like
3: on what level? Like someone that like came to a show and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to fuck you. Then we fucked or like. Fuckin a fucking a fan really. is fucking like, a fan. They Came DMs or niggas, came to the like, show? Real, I want, I'm niggas. here for the specificity. I want to know. <laughs> no, yeah. because there is specificity because who are these niggas? You feel me? Like... <laughs> My niggas are fans. Right. You know what I'm they saying? They find you online. Niggas I've known since middle school. You know what I'm saying? Oh, or a nigga, you know what I'm saying? Word. Like what's the I see you. I so see yeah, you. I have I have.
0: Did it <laughs> did it turn into a, a real situation or did you leave it at
3: fan level? You know what? On some real shit, I was in a I was in a situation. <laughs> I was in a situation early. This was maybe two th- okay. I had to been like twenty. I'm not sure who you're talking about. I know you know, but I'm just looking at you for no reason. She's looking at you so
0: you can (laughs) let it be known that this is old. (laughs)
3: Right. This was long ago. Anyway, he was a little video cat. You know what I'm saying? Wow. They know what they're doing with the angles.
2: The angles.
1: (laughs) The
3: angles. Anyway, I'm not even gonna go into the long. Long story short, I had to whoop this little niggas ass. Oh shit! I did oh, not see it going because there because it ended in a situation where again, you know, what i he thought he's that. little
2: and he makes videos. We're gonna find him.
3: <laughs> he was a it's fan, Lex. and that was a bet Hell no. Nah. <laughs> sounds like Zoo. <Zune. laughs> hey man, shouts I'm, out to Zoo. That's out, my nigga. He's
1: about to be in the tour van in two weeks, so no, nobody's fucking Zoo. Come on, nah, it was a situation where he was his like own. he
3: was younger. You know what I'm saying, so I feel like he he was a younger he was younger and a fan, mm-hmm. so that's what made it even worse. Mm. You know. Well, I mean. how did
0: y'all even like get to that point to where you became intimate? Right. Mm. He was like, what you mean? Some,
2: he was spitting some game.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like well, did he did he slide <laughs> in the DMs? Did you see him at a show? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah? What happened?
3: I think it was a show. This mm. was like kind of pre. I mean, I don't, pre-DM, it was definitely not pre-DM, but like, <laughs> I was really off that at that time, so it was definitely like an in-person, like at a show type shit, I think I knew his cousin or something like that, it was really, I just remember I whooped this little nigga's ass, I was Wait, like, why did you he steal something, what happened? Yeah, why? He ended up lying about something he had no reason to lie for. It was mm. one of them situations, like you said, that squash. <laughs> it was just such a dumbass lie.
2: It sounds like you really liked him. He evoked, <laughs> he evoked quite a bit of emotion in you. Right? To the yeah, point she avoided where, something. Nah,
3: it was just a dumbass lie. <laughs> like right. it was really just so fucking petty that you would lie about something, like in the sense. Like you, it's not you my know, mom's car; ask, it's mine. Not like if you ask somebody <laughs> right. about some shit, that means I already know. I'm just yeah. asking you to see if you're gonna tell me the truth. And the fact that you would lie about something like so ridiculous, just like so, yeah, it did invoke those emotions for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: <laughs> understandably, Blimes. You've been pretty quiet since. Yeah, you're analysis. not in the clear.
3: <laughs> I thought right. I was
2: gonna slip under the radar, That's man.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure i don't blame her <laughs> for sure. I, I, I don't blame her if you've seen the sure. man for sure i had i ladies love I cool came back blimes. i came back to the hotel uh the next morning a couple of times on our tour in 2019 so tight. and um so tight <laughs> yeah i mean i walked away I, I i ended up like going back to one of the cities and and being in a full-blown relationship with with somebody Ooh. and that was a supportive I yeah, I write, like she we fan. raised a baby like yeah. until he was a year and and some change together, but it didn't work out. And you know, that was actually yeah, so that's it's a little challenging to talk about. That was a hard time. But it started from
2: meeting a around yeah, yeah. But the, at actually, a certain point then that like evolves past that and you don't think of that person as a fan. No, anymore. not at all. Yeah, no, you so. know them on an intimate level. See,
3: that's why we're so like yin and yang in the sense that like she's the <laughs> the light side and I'm the dark side. She be fucking fans and she like wipes them, them and for- take care of them. I be fucking fans and, like in my and beat then like it might end up. Hey. Right. Right. But but, but then, funny, you wipe
2: the fan, you beat the fan up.
3: Right. But then again, <laughs> that's hella funny. Then
2: again, you kick it with sugar free, you kick it with sharp, like right. Like there, there's some there's some ism in you. Like where'd like where'd all this pimping, yeah. um, you know, ism come from? Is that well, a Seattle thing or what? Yeah,
3: it's not on you. Seattle, <laughs> right? It ain't come on me. Home. and Emmy I think I see now when I get older why my mom kept me away from certain. You know what I'm saying? People are like sides of the family and shit like that because they was, you know what I'm saying? They was in the game doing their shit. But some of my favorite, like, I'm not even going to say their names, but some of my favorite cousins, you know what I'm saying, were pimps or pimps or whatever. Talented on the blade. There you go. Talented (laughs) on the blade is wild. (laughs) (laughs) And like some of my favorite people, some of my best friends, like, I have a relationship with it. In the sense that I've never had like a bad experience. So, like, my how I view it is maybe skewed or different than how like most people feel about it. Cause I've never had a bad situation. I've never had anybody like try to human traffic me or try to like put me in the game. I've only had good experiences as far as like these people I love. They've looked out for me, like, did shit for me, like with my music or personal stuff, like, been there when I needed them, like, just really. Great, you know what I'm saying? Great people. Like, I love these people. And I've never, yeah, like, I've, I just never had a bad a bad experience. And it's always been love. And, like, I love ism rap. Like, I just love the whole shit about it. Like, because when, like, with it really, it's like, I really like the psychological side in the sense that you can really, you can really, like, put that in anything. Like, just the world is pimps and hoes. Yep. Like, really, if you break it down mm. into, like, <laughs> the basic sense of it all. Everything is pimping and hoeing, you know what I'm saying? So you can look at it in one way, or you can like really open your mind to it and see that like, you know what I'm saying? Even if a, a pimp starts pimping at the end of the day, he's always going to use the tools and the knowledge that he knows to do what he got to do. And, you know, that's what everybody else is doing. That's how corporations and all these shit survive. It's all pimping and hoeing.
2: I respect that explanation so much, you know? especially the level of awareness, you know, of like, that's like... Media training couldn't even teach you that. Right. Like that that's the issue like right people, there. People see like, but
3: people see it in 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 the regards of like TV and film or what somebody has said. You know what I'm saying? Like of course there's there's bad people in any field. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's bad situation, bad apples in everything, but that's not who they are. Like the yeah, just all all the bad shit like
2: But it's like I've never seen someone simultaneously like um show love to the pimp game and simultaneously hold space for people that are traumatized <laughs> by right it. like right in such a such a seamless way like right. that's you cold i'm scared of you
3: <laughs> like, absolutely right you <laughs> stupid yeah no it's all it's all love and like sugar free is my favorite rapper like and people think i'd be joking like no like, like, who's your favorite rapper ever. like that's really that's really she said my mac Dre. Rapper. you said sugar free like yeah mac ism, Dre up there like, too like i just love ism like yeah, that was always my shit. Like my first
2: DJ Quick, my favorite rapper.
3: DJ Quick is also like I, I. They're like in tandem. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like they're one and the same. But like I've always liked that the rap to like make me laugh or like to make me think or like to make me be like ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like I right. like that shit.
2: I want to ask y'all just because, and I know we probably running out of time low Mm -hmm. key ish, but I do want to ask y'all about you being from San Francisco, Mm -hmm. aka Frisco, not San Fran, Uh -uh. for all 'all (laughs) y'all motherfuckers out there. The city, you feel me? (laughs) You being from Seattle, Mm -hmm. these are both really cities with really rich history Mm -hmm. you know on a cultural level and beyond yet there's been a lot of gentrification and changes that have affect both of these places a lot of change like in recent years what are y'all thoughts on seeing your hometowns kind of change to the point where the nostalgia gets sucked away from it and it becomes unrecognizable
1: that's something that we we actually like really bonded about too when we first met is like Mm -hmm. how different our cities had become over the years like san francisco is such a special place in the 90s Mm -hmm. i mean Obviously before that, you know, but in the 90s that I personified the city. So watching the city change feels like a person's dying, you know, Mm. like it's so weird to be home now. Um, What are my thoughts on gentrification is like, of course, I don't fucking like it, you know. But how do we stop it? And like, I don't have the answer to that. I don't I don't fucking know, you know, what I do know is that we keep one foot in front of the other and we keep talking about things, you know, in in a public place. Like we keep talking about gentrification. We keep talking about systemic racism. We keep talking about what the potential solutions could be on a consistent enough basis and things are going to start to change or at least trickle down to the next generation. You know, we need some equity in these businesses that are coming into our cities. Mm. We need people, the native people of the city, you know, or the, the most negatively affected by these companies coming in. Those people need equity. And it and it's fucking sad because I think it's a little bit too late for that because everybody's been pushed out. Um, that's my thoughts it's on it. It's
2: never that. too late for Zuckerberg and you feel me, all these tech giants. They got enough to, money to they reverse, got, <laughs>
1: reverse, run it back, <laughs> bring people me? back, bring you people back to their cities. Um, what, do you, what do you think? Yes. Yeah. What's your thoughts?
3: I mean, I feel the same. I do feel like a person is dying. Um, like I feel like Seattle in a lot of ways was kind of like the blueprint (laughs) in gentrification. The way like Amazon just really like took over the city was crazy in like the amount of time and like how much it changed the city. I tell people like if you haven't been, if you haven't been to Seattle in like the last, like it's really, like in the last 15 years this became a whole different city. So if you didn't know it before then, you don't really know Seattle. So like Mm. I, the only way I could try to like explain it is you really only get the feel of like Seattle within the people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. can even find like they're far and few between like Seattleites in Seattle. Cause it's such a, a tech city, like kind of right. like LA, like there's so many different transplants and people like that. So like you really get the feel of the city within the people. So that's why I always like, I'm proud of where I'm from anyway, but mm-hmm. I feel like the gentrification made it like, like I really have a responsibility of like, being kind of that face of Seattle, because like right. you, again, you see city, Seattle now. People be like, "There's black people there." Like, there's rap, like all, all that shit. Where it's like, yeah, there's first of all, there's niggas everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But also, yeah, there but is. But there's a
2: black community from there with very rich history. That a very lot of people, rich history, yeah. and
3: like you know, I take it even more personal because where I'm from in Seattle, the Central District was the red line area in Seattle. So that mm. was the only place you know what I'm saying, in King County where black people could even get houses. You know, obviously that was the first place to get gentrified the most. So it's like... Because of the low cost of... Exactly. Like, you know, we just had to sell my uncle's house. Like, everybody's auntie and grandma and grandpa's houses and shit, like, the property taxes is ridiculous. Like, you know, so like, I take it hella personally because like, Hmm. these all the people I knew, like, all the mom and pops is gone. All the little, you know, places that make the (laughs) <laughs> make it that cultural hub you know what i'm saying aside from like langston hughes and like garfield and, and a few other other like institutions that they obviously can't tear down but i feel like if they could they would like i don't they really can't get
2: rid of the turf dancing either <laughs>
3: They cannot. It's a
2: turf dancing <laughs> mecca, fools don't know. Seattle no, got Seattle it. No,
3: Seattle got gigs. Seattle, we're coming
1: Seattle back. Seattle got Giggin. gigs. I can't Seattle wait. Seattle got gigs. I miss Seattle. I can't wait. I'm, yeah, Seattle's going,
3: a great place, though.
1: We're going on tour with uh, Atmosphere in October. Okay, that's yeah. what I was about to ask. What's, yeah.
2: Like Warren G. said, what's next? What's next? What's NXET? for Blinds and Gab. That's
1: another person that slid in the DMs when that song went came out. Amazing. Not don't a, say it like that. Not in a skeezy way, don't sorry. Do, yeah,
2: don't, but, don't do it like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me run that Gab, back. You
2: had to beat up Warren G? Like, <laughs> no,
1: that's, that's fam. I love nah, Warren nah, yeah. Shout Shouts but, to Warren G. That's yeah. the man. We we are going out. Yeah, slug slug asked Gab if we would hit the road. Um, so tight. And then Gab uh, turned and then asked me and I said, yes, we will, sir. Um... <laughs> So yeah, it's this will be our first tour since twenty nineteen and we have a whole lot of raps for that ass. So Slug like,
2: know what he's doing with bringing that demographic of so many females to the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he's doing. It's gonna Slug's be the hobby, yeah. It's gonna be hell. Slugs the fun. man.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play. I'm gonna play we're playing Oakland, so that'll be the Bay Area show. Amazing. Excited for that. New parish? Uh no. Fox Theater.
2: Oh, Excuse me! <laughs> Whoa!
1: Flex. Don't shoot, Kellis. <laughs> Don't slight shoot! Slight flex. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah! Yeah,
3: nah, yeah. That's pretty time. much all of October. Yeah, or like the first two weeks of October. That's a so no-brainer. Like
1: we get to be in in front of Atmosphere fans. Wow, a thousand of them a night. Like wow. they, those are die-hard fucking fans. We would, we are happy to meet y'all. Like we're excited. I know you love music, and I know that you like sit down and strap into the into the fandom so yeah we're excited that's
2: mm-hmm. so lit yeah and that kind of you know it not that it makes up for what happened during the pandemic slowing it down but this is kind of like you can't be put in a better position now so yeah. y'all deserve that i'm
1: mad you. at it congratulations <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you thank you thank you really so we are playing here in la you should come you should oh go. yeah we're at the belasco on I'm october in the okay
0: look at y'all yeah
2: Y'all with, the, ed- top of with me. the Egyptian, you feel mm-hmm. me, decor and all yeah, that. Yeah, the
0: belast be royal. going up. Royal. <laughs>
2: That's crazy. Anything else, G? You got anything else?
0: No. I'm happy we was able to sit down. Thank yeah.
2: you. Yeah, This is yeah. amazing. Thanks for having me. I can chop it up with y'all for hours. Right. We might need to you know. run a part two in the future. Mm-hmm. With that being said, we about this biatch out this biatch.
1: Thank you, guys.